0: We're going to go back. I don't know, you know, a lot of you were here uh, when we had that luncheon or whatever where I shared the vision that the Lord had given me for RCC, for River City Church. I'm not going to go back through the whole thing. I'm just going to go to the meat of what he told me to um, go back over to today to reestablish it in our hearts, to build faith in our hearts, for the greatness that God has for his children. The bigness. The moreness, if that's a word. And so, you know, originally he had given me Revelation 21 and 22, 1 Kings 8 and 9. That's where Solomon dedicated the temple and the Lord said he put his name on it. And I believe that here. But today, we're going to go to the part of the vision that was, you know, it's a vision, but it's a decree. You have to have the vision, but you have to decree the vision. We decree a thing, and it shall be so, Job. Right? In Job. So anyway, Ezekiel 47, verse 1. Then the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple, and I saw water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east, for the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. Next, he brought me out through the north gate, and led me around the outside to the outer gate, facing east. When I cry, by the way, there's nothing wrong. I'm just overwhelmed by the goodness of God. I'm overwhelmed by how precious he believes we are. And I just stand amazed in his presence. And my heart is overflowing with a desire for each of you to receive all the fullness that God has for you. And that is nothing less than the entire fullness of Christ. So anyway, back to the word. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. Next, he brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside. Thank you, Jim. To the outer gate facing east. And there I saw the water trickling trickling out from the south side. You see, we aren't satisfied with a trickle, beloved. I'm not satisfied with a trickle. Completely not satisfied at all with a trickle, and nor should you be. Because, Because God has more for us. He has abundance for us. The scripture says that he takes us to our land of abundance, to our place of abundance, which is from him, his place of abundance. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and led me through ankle-deep water. Then he measured off a thousand cubits and led me through knee-deep water. Again he measured a thousand cubits and led me through waist-deep water. You see, we aren't to be satisfied with the trickle. We're not to be satisfied with ankle-deep. We're not to be satisfied with knee-deep. We're not to be satisfied with waist-deep. Rivers of life flowing from the very throne of God. Once again, he measured off a thousand cubits But now it was a river I could not cross. Rivers of life that we cannot cross. Immersed, swimming in Holy Spirit waters. Because the water had risen. We are here for the rising tide. We are here for the rising tide of Holy Spirit. You see, in the spirit realm, it is already there. But are we going to receive it? What's your answer? Yes. You have to see it first. You have to believe it. You have to see God's vision. You have to see God's plan. You have to see what he has already established for you. We are after rising waters of the Holy Spirit. We are after more of the anointing. Not that he has to give more. He is who he is. He does not give in diminished capacity. He gives in fullness. Because he can't be any different than who he is. Right? Does that make sense? We are after the atmosphere of heaven here. We walk in an open heaven here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it's really up to us whether we're going to receive that or not. And I believe that the people at RCC and anyone else who wants to take hold in faith receives it. I believe that. Had risen and was deep enough for swimming, a river that could not be crossed On foot. Hallelujah, right. You cannot dabble. You cannot dabble. You cannot go over and put your toe in and have second thoughts. And why should you dabble? By being satisfied with just a little bit. I'm not satisfied. Hallelujah. And here's the key. Son of man, do you see this? I'm asking each one of you today, do you see it? Are you going to embrace it? Are you going to put back the doubt, put back the unbelief, and believe in all that the Lord has for you. And that when things in your life come up that don't match the word, that you're not going to say, that's just life. Because no, it is not just life. It might be the life that someone chooses to receive, but that does not mean it's the life that God has for you. So the question is, do you see it? He asked, you see, I am after total immersion. I am after total immersion. If you're after it, you go ahead and say that. Son of man, do you see this? He asked, then he led me back to the bank of the river. Ooh, I would not even like that. I would not even like that whatsoever. I always had that question when I read this verse. I'm like, here I am, just swimming in the Holy Spirit, total immersion of the whole vision of God, everything, that I just like dive deep into the water, and I am just covered with the presence of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, and he takes me back to the bank? And I'm like, I can't deal with that. I don't know, but he wanted to show him something, I guess. So when I arrived, I saw a great number of trees along both banks of the river. So everywhere, everywhere he could see, down both banks, as far as they went, right? Trees. And he said to me, this water flows out to the eastern region and goes down to the Arabah. When it empties into the sea, the water there becomes fresh. That's you, beloved. Isn't that what you want to be to everybody around you? Don't you want to be fresh water? Don't you want to be spirit-filled water? Don't you want to be life-giving water? I can hardly contain it in my heart. Don't you want to just bring life in the compassion and the love and the mercy of God to everybody you know? So that they can trust him. Both is those yet to believe, but also those in pain and needing to be discipled. Oh my! If I could just be fresh water every moment of every day to every person. I I'll get through this message today. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Wherever the river flows, wherever the river flows, there will be swarms of living creatures and a great number of fish that souls, beloved. Those are souls. Because it flows there and makes the water fresh. So, wherever the river flows, everything will flourish. Everything will flourish. He's not saying there are some circumstances that will not receive a flourishing. He says, everything will flourish with the life of God. Do you see how much doubt we need to get out of our experience? If there's even one little thing in your life that you're not believing this for, just go ahead and get rid of it today. And to say, God, I believe you for this. I believe that you are going to cause a flourishing in agreement with your word in this situation in my life. The anointing. The breath of God. The life of God. The mighty reign of God. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. And it causes things to flourish. The river of life brings flourishing. Fishermen will stand by the shore from getting to Englam. They will spread their nets to catch fish of many kinds. That's all kinds, every nation, every tribe, all kinds, like the fish of the great sea. But the swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They will be left for salt. Along both banks, everywhere we see both banks of the river, fruit trees of all kinds. All kinds of fruit. What fruit do you need? What fruit do you need in your life? What fruit are you expecting in your life? Signs, miracles, wonders, healing, provision, peace, joy, love, kindness. Why don't you name a few? Because God's goodness never runs out. Mercy. Along both banks of the river, fruits, fruit trees of all kinds will grow, their leaves will not wither. What an awesome promise. Their fruit will not fail each month. Now what tree in the, in the carnal world, what tree Do you know that bears fruit every single month? Do you see how he wants us to think supernaturally? And you know how I use that word. Do you see that? Do you see how much higher his reality is? And the beautiful thing is that he has it for you. Their fruit will not fail. Each month they will bear fruit because the water from the sanctuary flows to them. That's the presence of God, beloved. Water from the throne room. Holy Spirit water. Rivers of life for you. Their fruit will be used for food. Well, think about what that is. Think about what food is. It's provision for you, isn't it? Sustenance, Nourishing. And there are leaves for healing. Healing in every manner. Every manner. So that's what this church, that's what the Holy Spirit put in my heart when... I became pastor, and my husband, you know, my co-partner. <laughs> when when the Lord set this in front of us, that was a vision He spoke to my heart, and I'm believing for it. We're all be- we are believing for it. An atmosphere of heaven, rivers of living water, flowing to all people from the throne, to us, to others. So, anyway, a couple weeks ago, I was praying, and I was asking the Lord, well, why is there sometimes a discrepancy between your word, the vision, anything in the word? And circumstances in people's lives, you know, because, see, we don't have to put up with that. We don't have to put up with it. We don't have to tolerate it. Either the name of Jesus is above every other name or it's not. So I was praying and I was like, Lord, I really I want an answer. I want an answer. Why do sometimes people experience broken relationships, you know, now? Please don't think that I'm judging anyone's past. I, you know, it's not what I'm doing. But, but why? Why is there pain? Why, why, what about healing? What about sickness? What about when someone is experiencing a s- symptom in their body? Because we know that's not the spiritual reality, Right? Because His Word says that He lifts us off our uh, uh, the bed of infirmity, right? So I, I was just sitting there with the Lord, and I was like, you know, I want an answer. And I'm really not even going to leave here until I know You're always talking. It's not You. I'm not going to leave here until until s- I hear something. You ever do that? Yeah. So anyway, this is the word that the Lord gave me. I wanted an answer. I wanted an answer to this issue. This is a life question for us, beloved. This is a life question that we each need to take personally. So I want an answer, and this is what I believe, that the Lord spoke to my heart, and he said that my people need to learn to receive from me. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, of course we need to, <laughs> to learn to receive from you, but, like, where do we go from that, Lord? What does that mean? What does that mean, we have to learn to receive? What, what do I do, do with that? Where do we go from there? Right? You know, I, I'm not, like, chastising God when I ask those questions. You know, God is not afraid of our questions. Unfortunately, people are more afraid of their questions to God than (laughs) he is. And they don't ask them because they feel like they're challenging him or or they're silly questions or they should know it already. Don't ever get to the place where you think you should know it all. We want to learn something new every day. Don't ever idolize somebody else who you think knows more than you. There's only one Lord, Jesus Christ, our our Father God. So don't exalt people into that spot. Please. So anyway, I'm not sure exactly what this is going to look like, but I do know we're going to go after this. We are going to go after this with everything we have. And I am asking every person in this church, personally, to pursue this seriously. And I do believe that our lives are going to be transformed. I do believe that we are going to see a new outpouring of glory. I do believe that we are going to see miracles, and wonders. I do believe that we will walk in the fullness of Christ. So here's the word. So excuse me if I just read the rest of this service. It's a long word. <laughs> you are to be receiving from me Receiving Holy Spirit. Rivers of living water into your lives first before they flow out. Receive living water. My living water will quench your thirst. I desire to do this first. Those who come to me and are burdened, and heavy laden, my rest is for them. Rest in me first. Hear that? Receive from heaven. Please understand what heaven means. Okay, don't, don't, okay, I'm sorry to interrupt the word. (laughs) But it is critically important that you listen to the words and understand them in a way that God means them. Don't gloss over these words. When he says receive from heaven, he doesn't mean receive from your expectation of heaven. He means receive from heaven. All that it is. The reality of it. Okay? So that's just a caveat for the rest of this message. Receive from heaven my kingdom of love. That's the Father's heart. Yes, I am the kingdom of righteousness, but first I am the kingdom of love. Love. His name is Jesus. Love, my blood poured out. Love, my silent sacrifice. I did not cry out. I did not accuse. I did not defend. I did not blame. My silent sacrifice. I left the presence of my Father Complete connection, communion, companionship with my Father. I separated myself to come to earth as a man. To connect mankind back to my Father. Receive. This is Jesus all I accomplished for you. See the beauty around you in every person. That's what I see. Latent beauty, potential beauty, seeded, in all caps, S-E-E-D-E-D. Seeded. Beauty. Seated into every person by my Father. His beauty. When you see that, you will see what I saw, and you will see what I see. Your heart will be moved by my compassion. You will receive what you need, so that others can receive what they need. Receive. And this is from the Father and the Son. I want you to know my goodness, my love poured out, my sacrifice planted as seed and brought to bloom in a harvest of healing, in a harvest of peace, in a harvest of joy, in a harvest of refreshing, in a harvest of strength, in a harvest of wisdom, in a harvest of souls. Receive. Fresh water to satisfy every thirst, Every longing, every need. Living water that brings forth my lo- life, my power, my victory, my dreams and plans and visions to fruition. My living water. You get this sentence. My living water brings me to bear in every situation. My living water, this is God speaking, brings me to bear in every situation. Rejuvenation for the thirsty soul. My living water is a supernatural life force. It replenishes, heals, restores, satisfies, fills up completely. How do you receive it? How do you receive it? Settle your heart in my love. Settle your heart in the fact that I've chosen you. Settle your heart in the fact that you are mine. Settle your heart in the fact that I have come to dwell in you. Settle your heart in the fact that I have desired you. You. Settle your heart in the fact that I am jealous for you. Settle your heart in the fact that I hold you in the palm of my hand. Settle your heart in the fact that my love for you is unquenchable. Settle your heart in the fact that you are my child. Settle your heart in the fact that I find you beautiful. Settle your heart in the fact that you are a delight to my heart. Settle your heart in the fact that I created you for myself. Why wouldn't I want you to receive all of my goodness? I do. I do. Can you see an end to my goodness? Can you recall all of my goodness? Can you name all of my goodness? No. Because my goodness for you is greater than all the stars you can see, more vast than the universe, the world that I created, as countless as the sands, never to be enumerated, of more depth than the oceans, more encompassing than the galaxies, my goodness for you is eternal. Receive. Receive my life, my love, my liberty, and flow forth. Rivers of life, love, and liberty, From my throne, from my heart, into you. Then from you into every precious soul I have created. This is the Holy Spirit outpouring. This is the outpouring for which people are looking. Come and swim. Start with this, Lisa Marie, beautiful child and my beautiful children at River City Church and beyond, and I will show you the rest. I will show you things to come, things you have not seen before, expanses of my heart, expanses of my vision, signs, miracles, and wonders, healing and deliverance, souls brought to salvation, wisdom from me, things to come, heights to explore, adventures to undertake in me, joys to behold. I am, in all caps, the one, in all caps, who does this and will do it. For I, I am, in all caps, the creator, the builder, the finisher. Rest and receive it all from me. Rest and receive it all from me. That was the end of the word. Praise be to God. So over the next month, I believe we are on a journey to take the original vision and learn its truth and its power, the reality of it, because it is the word of God, how to receive it, how to walk it out, and how to reach others. I believe that we will see this we are going to see rivers of living water flowing forth. Rivers of life, rivers of the anointing, rivers of the Holy Spirit flowing forth from the throne of God. The true and full expression of his heart for us. The completeness of Christ. So I pray that this word settles deep in our spirits, that we receive it and we walk it out for your glory, Lord. The glory to be seen like never before on this earth. I believe, and this is not a pitch, this is out of my heart, so please take it with all sincerity, I believe that if you are faithful to attend here and you are faithful to dive into the Word, you will see this personally in your life. It is meant for every Mm -hmm. believer. Right? A new glory resting on you, signs, miracles, and wonders flowing from you to bless and to glorify God. Thank you.